Sarah's best friend. Our furry companions and four-legged linguists? A recent study indicating dogs can tell the difference between human languages. Scientists are still coming to terms with this. But Fido doesn't just hear you, he actually listens. Eighteen canines took part of the groundbreaking study in Budapest, Hungary. Researchers discovering that part of a dog's brain responds when it hears the language of its owner. But a different part of the brain activated when the canine was introduced to an unknown language. This is similar to what happens in a human baby just before it learns how to speak. As a result of this study, dogs are the first non-primate animal to show such intelligence and abilities. But we need more research to figure out just how much they can understand. We are constantly learning more about the natural world. And what we learn about the creation shows us the power and goodness of the Creator. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, where we get to share the great story every day that's all about Jesus. And we're deep into a series called All the Bible in 90 Days. I don't know how you're feeling at the start of this new year. 2022. You might be excited. You might be depressed. Fear or anxiety might be dominating your year already. We're all going through things, and we're all responding to them in different ways. But this one thing I know, we won't get anywhere without the Word of God. It's not just the light to our path or the source of truth for us in a world that increasingly wants nothing to do with the Lord. The Word is our source of life and hope. It cuts through our darkness and reaches us in all our fears and all our doubts. Hebrews 4 puts it exactly right. The Word of God is living and active. It's alive. And when we turn to it to hear from the Lord, the Lord actually speaks to us through it. At the start of this year, there's nothing more than we need than to hear from the Lord. And that's why we're spending two weeks looking at passages from all across the Bible, passages that you'll read if you take up my challenge and join me in reading all the Bible in 90 days. And today we turn our attention to the Psalms. Whether you're in the depths of despair or on a mountaintop rejoicing, the Psalms speaks your language. And they ultimately point us to the Lord the one in whom we can find refuge and hope in. So stay with me, as we'll be singing with the Psalms in just a moment. But first, I'd like you to hear from a woman who read the Bible through in 90 days. I asked Suzanne Larson many years ago how she had heard of the reading plan and why she decided to go for it in Bishop, California. I'd had a woman from our church telling us about it for quite a long time and really never thought that it would be something that I would want to do. But God just really put it on my heart and we actually did it as our woman's summer study. God was so faithful to allow me to actually make it through in 90 days. I wasn't sure if I could do it, but I could just feel His grace with me and His Holy Spirit on me every single day as I read. And it it really surprised me how much I got every single day, even when I was so weary that I didn't ever want to read anything ever again. It just was so powerful, and God just really... Even though I grew up in the church, God really revealed himself to me in a new and powerful way by reading it 
in this context so quickly. And I really thought I would only get an overview. And yet God just took it so deep with me. And that was really exciting. And then we actually mm-hmm. did it again the next summer. Um, and we did it as a whole church. And it was so cool because this time I chose to, to listen to it instead of reading it. And I thought, I actually mm. thought it was kind of copping out because I didn't have as much time. We were traveling a lot and I knew I could listen. And I was amazed at how much I got out of it by listening to it that I didn't catch when I was reading it. And for me, it was exciting to see, okay, so people that really struggle with reading can still listen and get so much out of the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit can minister to them in that way as well. Her name is Suzanne Larson, talking about her experience with the Bible in 90 Days Reading Plan. And I want you to experience the same joy that she had, 12 pages a day that'll help you see the great story of redemption found in God's Word from start to finish. And you can start it today. Just after the program, go visit our website, haventoday.org. You can sign up for our weekly email that includes the reading plan for the next three months. It's free, and it'll give you weekly insights and encouragement in what you'll be reading each week. You can do that at haventoday.org. Or you can ask for the reading plan bookmark when you call us at 800 654 2836 865 Haven. But if you're like me and would like to have a Bible that clearly shows you where to start and where to stop each day, we have a special 90-day Bible with a larger print size and a slimmer book that makes it easier for you to take it with you wherever you go. So for your gift to help support Haven Ministries, we'll send you this Bible right away. Once again, our number is 800 654-2836 and our website is haventoday.org and now let's start the program here's Casting Crowns here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died like a tree planted by the water we never will run dry so living water flows God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to Out 
to show them who you are. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to song is called Thrive. It's a well-known praise and worship song by Casting Crowns here on A Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, all the Bible in 90 days. God's Word invites us into the love of the Lord. It invites us into His presence, not to burden us with more things for our to-do list. And the Lord doesn't call us to just shame us and make us feel bad about who we are or what we've done. The Lord calls us to love us, to meet us where we are, and to take us into his light. And there's no book that shows us that, like the book of Psalms. We tend to think of the Psalms as just a random collection of songs written over a long time, don't we? This is how I thought about the Psalms for the longest time. The Psalms were worship songs written to the Lord, some of them very personal Some were written to be used in the gathering of the people of Israel to lead them in song. But as one theologian put it, the Psalms express the full range of human emotion. 
They were written for us, so we can see for ourselves what it feels like and sounds like to walk with the Lord through the ups and downs of this life. Most of the Psalms are laments, but not all. Some are just songs of praise. Some are all about the Lord's kingship over us and over our world. And it all starts with the invitation at the very beginning, Psalm 1 and Psalm 2. Now, these two psalms aren't usually read together, but they should be. If you think of the book of Psalms as a wonderful mansion full of rooms that speak to our individual emotions as we journey in our faith with the Lord, then Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 are the French double doors at the entrance. They welcome us in. Psalm 2 ends right where Psalm 1 begins. Blessing. Psalm 1 begins, Blessed is the man who walks not in step with the wicked, stands not in the way of sinners, sits not in the seat of scoffers. Psalm 2 ends, Blessed are all those who take refuge in him. Psalm 1 talks about two ways to live, the way of blessing and the way of the wicked. Psalm 2 elaborates on what it means to oppose the Lord. And as we come to Psalm 1 and 2, We come to an elaborate door, welcoming us in to the world of life with the Lord. So let's read these two psalms together. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction." Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I've installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord's decree. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry, and your way will lead to your destruction, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Two psalms, but a single invitation, and they belong together. Together they paint for us a scene of two ways to live. One way leads to life, the other to certain death and destruction. Together, these two psalms tell us the way of life. From Psalm 1, meditate on the word. Let your soul soak in the word of the Lord. 
Let your life become like a tree of life planted by streams of living water. Let the Spirit bear fruit in your soul. It's an invitation to make the Lord our all in all. Or as Psalm 2 says, it's an invitation to take refuge in the Lord. It's a good question to ask. Are you taking refuge in the Lord? Is his word your delight? Or are you sitting in the way of sinners and scoffers? Are you coming to the Lord and rejoicing in his word? Or are you scheming of ways to resist his will, opposing him and his love? I know that there are some of us right now who have not yet taken refuge in the Lord Jesus for our salvation. You've heard about him. You know the story. Maybe you even like listening to the Bible and to stories about Jesus, but you've never felt the need to confess your sins and receive his forgiveness. And if that is you, I need you to hear this. Jesus loves you. And Jesus loves you so much. He was willing to live through life's darkness, to suffer like you do. He was willing to die on the cross to even save you. And more than that, he was raised from the dead to make sure that if you trust in him, you will not die alone. Take refuge in him. Outside of Jesus, it's the way of destruction. But the message of Psalm 1 and 2 are clear. Kiss the Son. The Son is Jesus Christ. Take refuge in him. Accept his invitation of grace. Well, these psalms go even deeper. The Lord has established his king already. Jesus has ascended to the throne, and he's ruling over all things even now. And if you are listening today, and you have not trusted Christ for the salvation of your soul, now is the time to take refuge in him. These psalms are called a trust in him. But for those already in Christ, these psalms are a word of encouragement. It may seem like your life is a dry desert right now. You might feel like the entire world is against you. But take heart. The Lord is still there. The Lord is nourishing your soul. He will produce fruit and your life will be like a tree that is planted, a tree that is evergreen. You will be blessed because you take refuge in him. Even if all the nations stand against you like they stand against him, the Lord can bring you joy and laughter. The nations plot in vain, but the Lord has established his kingdom. This is the good news that we need right now. Our hope is not in earthly kings or politicians. It's not in our ability to get it right. Our hope is in the Lord, the Savior, Jesus Christ. So take refuge in Him today. Hide your life in Him today. And rejoice today, for He is with you now and forever. Blessed is the man who walks in your favor. Who loves all your words And hides them like treasure In the darkest place Of his desperate heart They are a light A strong, sure light 
against me No one can trouble or harm me if you are my strength By way of New Mexico, Fernando Ortega and Lord of Eternity. Here on This Haven Today, all the Bible in 90 days. Earlier in the program, we heard from a woman who had read the Bible all the way through in less than three months, and she wasn't sure she could do it. And I just imagine that you may have thought the same thing. But Suzanne Larson said each day the Lord gave her the strength to read the 12 pages she needed. And even more important, the Lord spoke to her every day. Now, that's something we all need more of in our lives, right? Do you want to hear from God? Do you need his wisdom? Are you searching for refuge? Then take this challenge with me and read God's word over the next three months. 
Yes, it's a little work, but the payoff has eternal value. And when you follow the Bible in 90 days reading plan, you'll get the big picture, the great story of redemption that's all about Jesus. Well, to help you do this, why don't you sign up for our special weekly email that includes the reading plan you can download today. So you can start today. And plus, you'll get weekly emails that have insights into what you'll read each week. It's free to sign up, and you can do that by visiting us right now at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or you can ask for the reading plan bookmark when you call us at 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. We also have the special 90 Days Bible, which shows you where to start and where to end each day. With larger print in a slimmer book, it's easy to slip this Bible into a backpack or a large purse so you can read it anywhere. And for your support of Haven Today, I'd like to send you this special Bible right away. Our number once again is 800-65-HAVEN, and our website is haventoday.com. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together all the Bible that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Well, it's that time of year again. Time to put away the baked goodies. Time to bring in the healthier food. It's a new year. And with that comes a renewed desire to diet. Yes, I said that word. Nobody likes hearing it. No one likes doing it. But for some reason, after gorging in holiday goodness, most of us feel a need to shed a few pounds. But can I redirect our thoughts away from physical fitness to something far better? Listen to Psalm 18, verse 1. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. There's nothing wrong with diet and exercise, building up strong muscles, a strong body, but there is nothing more important than building your strength in Christ. And Anchor Devotional can help encourage you in your daily walk with Him. Try it out today at getanchor.com.